Welcome to the How to Start a Career course from Plato University, where you're going to learn the secret job search strategies of top candidates to find meaningful work, build your network, and have long-lasting career success. If you want to learn how to land your dream job in any type of market, join us at plato.university for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. All right, welcome back. Yesterday, we continued our self-inventory by digging into our interests and discovering how we can turn those into passions and eventually into a purpose. We discussed why this was important because we don't want to end up jobs that we're not very passionate about and ultimately would like to find a fulfilling career. Today, we're going to continue that exploration by diving into what your core values are. Broadly speaking, values are collective meanings that society has agreed upon. They guide what we pay attention to as a collective. See, there's certain situations that continue to occur over and over again in life. And each one of us goes through those situations, solving it in a particular way, assigning a certain meaning to that situation as we solve that problem. And as this repetition occurs, it begins to create a pattern of meaning. And we share that pattern with other people. And the more that people begin to share these patterns with one another, this meaning that we've assigned to the situation it starts to become a collective meaning. In other words, it becomes a value that we all share. Now, when you're going through the job search process, each one of the companies that you're looking at has certain values that the company was built upon. You, as an individual, also have a certain set of values. And when we apply to jobs, we're hoping that those two value sets actually match. Sometimes they don't, which can be quite miserable. And this is why we want to spend some time today identifying what our values are so we don't have that mismatch. Because we don't want to be two different people, one at work and one in our regular life. Look, the average adult spends 90,000 hours of their life at work. That's 5,400,000 minutes. And that's just the average. If you have a job that requires long hours or juggle more than one role to make ends meet, your number is likely higher. Realizing how much of our waking life is spent at work begs the question, how much thought do we put into where those hours are spent and what they're spent doing? Being true to yourself comes in many forms. Too often we approach our work life and our life life as two separate entities, when in reality, they are just different sides of the same coin. If you are one person at work and a completely different person at home, you aren't being true to yourself. This doesn't mean that you always love what you're doing for a living. Sometimes you just need to keep a roof over your head and support your family. That's understandable. But it does mean that if you take the time to understand what really drives you, you'll have a much better chance of being true to yourself at work and at home. And the brutal truth is that most people will never think deeply about the why behind their career path until it's too late, which is why it's important to take a step back and get clear on what you really want. Being clear on your personal core values as you begin your job search will make it easier for you to filter companies, roles, and teams that you'll thrive in. It will also help you to make decisions, to analyze the opportunities at any stage in the hiring process. And lastly, it'll give you a deeper understanding of your true self. So how do we go about determining our values? Well, there are two reasons people don't understand their values already. First, we don't stop to question what our values are, and so they become shaped by our culture, the media, and the influence of others. Second, we don't understand that some values are more important than others. And many values are, in fact, not values at all, which means they get in the way of what's truly important to us. So to discover our values, we're going to take two steps. 
We're going to start by creating a list and questioning our values, and then we're going to rank them. And we're going to do this by using some similar tools that we've been using in the last lessons. We're doing some assessment and some journaling for ourselves. Knowing your values also helps you make decisions in life. When you have to make a decision, it's worth asking yourself, how does the choice match with your values? And these are important for large life decisions, but also even making small everyday decisions and choices. For example, what foods we choose when shopping, how we spend our free time, and what we spend our money on. One of the best ways to live a meaningful life is to align your short-term actions with your long-term values, making your future self proud of your present self. So first, we can start by listing out our values. And this is more often easily completed by getting a full list of values and crossing out the ones that don't align with you. Now, there are many lists on the internet, but they're often incomplete or too long. You need a list that allows you to find all the values and is not just a random set of synonyms. I'll provide a link to a website that has a well-prepared list of all the different values. Once you have this list, you can filter it out according to your needs and preferences. Look at each value. Discard all values that arise negative feelings in you and those that you feel indifferent to. Leave only those that you consider important and that you identify with. At this point, you have a list of your values, but it's not over yet. You can probably see that not all of them are equally important to you. And this is where ranking them becomes important. Not only does it help you identify what's most important to you, but this is going to help you make decisions in the future. When you have a decision come up and you have two competing values about that decision, you can look at the one that you value most and make sure that your decision is aligned with that. See, the rank of a value is experienced together with the value itself. In other words, the experience of one value includes the experience that it ranks higher than another, leaving no place for value conflicts. However, the experience of the hierarchical order of values does not dispense man from decision making. Man is pushed by drives and he is pulled by values. He is always free to accept or to reject a value he is offered by a situation. My top values in ranking order is number one, purpose and the mission I'm on. Number two is my health. Number three is mastery and always learning. Number four is autonomy, which often includes my financial income and lifestyle. Number five is relationships and the tribe of people that I'm building around me. And finally, number six is spirituality and that connection that I have with myself and our greater collective. These are my top values and the way that I rank them. This may or may not be right for you. And this is why you have to go through the exercises of discovering them for yourself. What's also implicit in this is my understanding and definitions of each one of those values. Each one of those might mean something different to you and in which case they may not be a value to you. The idea of mastery may be entirely different than the way you define mastery. So it's important to understand what your values are and what they mean for you. So spend some time finding out what the most important values are for you. This can be done by directly comparing the values and sorting their positions on the list. And although that is easily said, it's also one of the most difficult things to do. So take your time with this. While you're comparing values, think about which ones are more important to you and why. Imagine situations in which both values being compared must compete with each other and decide which value you would be willing to sacrifice for the other. Now, it's worth repeating this entire exercise regularly, preferably once every six months, because you might identify that your values change depending on where you are in your life. And you'll also see that some values stay the same. And these are going to be ones that are foundational to you for the rest of your life. The second resource I want to point you to is the value worksheet created by the minimalists. 
This one is unique because they help you rank your values in a different way. Going through your foundational values, your unshakable principles, the things that will always remain the same, to structural values, things that are very personal to you, to surface values, little minor things that make your life better, but it's okay if they're not existing in your life, and imaginary values. These are the obstacles and things that actually get in your way, and maybe values that are being placed upon you by society and something that you don't actually agree with. After you've taken the time to create your list of values and ranked which ones are most important to you, the next step I want you to take is to give each value examples of actions so it's clear how these values will be lived out in your day-to-day -day life. So let's take an example of how your core values can impact your job search. Let's say there's an opportunity at a healthcare company that is changing lives, but as you go through the interview process, you realize the person you'd be reporting to is dishonest in her dealings. If honesty is one of your core values, that's going to be a deal killer. Or let's say, for example, maybe spending time with family is one of your values. This might mean you don't go after an awesome position at a fast-growing startup because you read on their Glassdoor reviews and spoke with the hiring manager, realizing that they're expecting you to work 60-plus hour work weeks, which means that you're not going to have much time for your family. There is no one-size-fits-all approach to your core values, but investing the time to understand them and then checking in yearly will not only benefit your career, but will lead you to a life where you are true to yourself. The last thing I want you to do with these values is give each value an example of actions that can be taken in your day-to-day -day life so it's, clear how, so it's clear how these values are actually lived. They're not just words on a piece of paper. They're ways of being that you actually embody and live out in your day-to-day -day life. So our activity today is to create our list of values, put them in rank order, and then give examples of actions that can be taken of those values. And finally, I want you to share your values with another person. This can be your spouse, somebody in your family, your friends, or maybe even a total stranger. But I want you to get in the habit of expressing what your values are so that people better understand you. Thank you for taking the How to Start a Career course. To get everything you need for your job search, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash career and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash career. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.